views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. Quote, like, I just introduced the Green New Deal two weeks ago, and it's creating all this conversation. Why? Because no one else has even tried. Because no one else has even tried. So people are like, oh, it's unrealistic. Oh, it's vague. Oh, it doesn't address this little minute thing. And I'm like, you try. You do it. Because you're not. Because you're not. So until you do it, I'm the boss. How about that? Explained. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to a cheering crowd on Sunday, February 24th, 2019, in defense of said Green New Deal. As no BS, and spell out that word if you want to look him up, observed in his March 1st YouTube video, she's just the right mix of dumb and confident, and that's what makes her actions and plans that much more stupid. It's like stupid squared. While I agree with him in that she appears stupid upon first glance, she of course notably said that, quote, I think there's a lot more people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. It concerns me that there are people who resonate to the emotional aspect of being morally right, as if morality is separate from reality. In her Green New Deal, she's essentially declared war on both the climate and the economy. It's essentially a flat-out communist manifesto. And major Democratic candidates for the upcoming presidential election in 2020 came out in favor of it. So, Robert, is she just stupid or a scary indicator of how evil the Democratic Party has become? She's a, she's a phenomenon that I've been trying to understand why she's garnering the attention that she has over the last while, since her election at least, because before she actually won the primary against a rather strong incumbent, it was thought, nobody ever gave her any attention whatsoever. No, she only got then like 17,000 votes, I believe. I thought, yeah, I thought it was less than that, but regardless, it's it's still not enough to fill a good-sized hockey arena, and now no. <laughs> she's a, a lawmaker in the United States, garnering all this attention. So I, I look back into her history and, and trying to figure out what is it about Representative uh, uh, Cortez that makes her the boss in her own mind. Mm -hmm. And besides her obvious looks, which could easily be caricatured by any editorial board, it's just oh, amazing. Oh, she makes her, the greatest memes. <laughs> yes, her eyes and, of course, the the braying smile and those upper gums of hers looking <laughs> like the donkey that yes. the party she represents. Uh, that aside, I mean, come on, we can't, we shouldn't really criticize anybody for their looks. I mean, I'd be the first suspect on that <laughs> at the end of that kind of an argument. But that aside, I, I tried to listen to what she had to say and read what she was blogging about on her uh, blog, The Green New Deal, first came out, I understand, on her blog post. When I, and I went back and I read it. The original, apparently, was uh, revised. And I think that she's getting the attention she does because she not only represents the 14th District of New York City, uh, basically Queens and the Bronx, uh, mm. northern Queens, LaGuardia Airport area and, and the Bronx north of that. Uh, she doesn't just represent them. She represents the culmination of decades of philosophic inculcation of the American school system to come to this particular point where we now have a representative who embodies uh, what all of that philosophic indoctrination was meant to embody, and that is a complete ignorance 
of any subject, a complete ignorance. It's, yes. Uh, it's, it's quite f fascinating, actually, uh, her ignorance in, for example, climate uh, science and, and, and meteorology or anything else, even though she won apparently a second prize in some uh, Intel International Science Fair and got a, a small rock in space named after her. Oh, God. For coming in second. <laughs> yeah. Well, she did a, a study in high school, I think, or just post-high school, I forget now, uh, in um, antioxidants on the life of the lifespan of nematodes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people can be educated in science, but to integrate all of that knowledge seems to be um, impossible in, in today's school system. And I think that's the school system that it's meant to do that. See, knowledge is hierarchical. It start, well, it's like an inverse pyramid. You start off with some fundamentals and you build on it until you have a, a very broad, integrated, whole uh, approach to the world and knowledge. You integrate, you just don't learn science. You have to, in, in any university, you have to broaden your electives. You're a scientist, you still have to take literature. You still have to take maybe a language or some other softer science or a social science, if you will, to broaden and integrate your knowledge into a greater whole. The, the purpose of public education, not just in the United States, but in Canada, and I've studied this to some degree, is, is not to integrate. Things are floating extra, uh, abstractions. Things are individual concretes that are not associated with anything else. For it's example, not to integrate, it's to indoctrinate, right? Well, it's part of the indoctrination that knowledge has to be destroyed. Non-integration. Uh, Leonard Peikoff described this in his, in his book, um, where, he where he would just probably describe it as disintegration of knowledge. Mm. And it's deliberate. It's deliberate. It's absolutely deliberate. And, and she embodies that. And so she's representing, I think, the, the pinnacle. She's an exemplar of, an icon of, if you will, the total communist takeover of the United States. It's like when she was born, 89? Yes, it's 89. 1989, so she's 30. Now she has, um, now she's a fledgling. She's, she's gone and she's left the nest and she's out there and she is infiltrated the, uh, the uh, House of Representatives. And the whole left are so gleeful over her taking flight Finally, she represents that whole cohort of totally communist indoctrinated uh, children from the public school system. Now, yeah. of course, a lot of kids can, can um, go through that system and still come out healthy people. But unfortunately, people like uh, Representative Cortez represent those who cannot. They're completely ignorant of science. They're completely ignorant of individual rights, American history, literature. Um, you name the particular subject area and they will be totally ignorant of it. They may be able to quote an author of a book. They may be able to quote um, the name of a, a particular nematode in her case, <laughs> or, or maybe a, a planet or two. But she represents those people, uh, the, the, uh, the people on the street that Jay Leno would interview saying, yes. uh, name the first president of the United States, and they can't do it. This is yeah. Representative Cortez. This yeah, she's is the f She's the fresh face. She's brave. She's bold. She's 
what it, she's she used terminology in the Green New Deal that were basically she's claiming climate change as our World War Two, and she talks about mobilizing and we have to we can't trust private industry we can't trust it has to be all government control. Literally, if you go through the document piece by piece, it is totalitarianism, blatant, and they celebrated it. And you're like, it's comical. It is comical. It, well, comical, but I think tragic because this is where we yes. are today that this yes, is accepted I mean, as public discourse a person like her a young person uh, 29 when she was elected to congress a person like cortez could have been a scientist could have been productive instead she chose to be destructive and has come out with this uh, green new deal and like you said going through it it is a complete a misunderstanding of human nature, of how the economy works, how government works. She even didn't know how many branches of government there <laughs> yes. were in the United States. But this is a completely destructive document. If it was ever implemented, um, the United States would be worse than Venezuela. It would be worse than the Soviet Union 60 years in. It would be, it would, there would be blood in the streets. And the world would pay for it because it's the world's most powerful economy. That's oh, going to yes. have ripple effects but, to everybody. We'd be back in the Stone effect. Age. And, and this is actually an apt uh, comparison to the domino effect because that's what they used to invade Vietnam when they said, well, if Vietnam goes communist, then it's Cam Cambodia, then it's uh, Thailand, then it's you know, the rest of the, uh, rest of the world. And that's exactly what would happen. This is a communist manifesto. It is not a, a Green New Deal. It's pure communism. It is well, a pure takeover of the United States economically, militarily. She wants to get rid of ICE. In other words, get rid of the borders. She wants to uh, tax people at 77, 70%. Why not just tax all of it? Because <laughs> nobody's going to work well, she, she admits 30% in the, of their income. She admits in the Green New Deal that even if they took all the money away from all the billionaires, it wouldn't pay for it. She yes, as a matter of fact, that, that actually went through her mind <laughs> yes. as taking all the money of the, yep. all the billionaires and all, all of the industry. Because billionaires yeah. are immoral. It's immoral that a society exists that can have billionaires in it. And she said it before. She goes, and quote, I do not think that right now we have this no hold, or sorry, I do think that right now we have this no holds barred Wild West hyper capitalism. What that means is profit at any cost. Capitalism has not always existed in the world and it will not always exist in this world. Okay, I think that pretty much sums up you're a communist and a bloody one at that. Oh, she is. And it's unfortunate that she has actually got a lot of endorsements. Apparently 60 members of the House yeah. have endorsed this and nine senators. Uh, I really don't think it'll fly. However, the very fact that this could be brought onto the floor of the House of that Representatives That is the part that concerns me. More than anything else, I don't care about her Green New Deal because I know it's not going to happen. But the fact that they could even entertain this as a plausible idea is what scares me because that shows you where the society is going. I mean, they're, they're making a comic book about her. She's got yes. a comic book called <laughs> the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Freshman. It's like well, any, anybody can make a comic book, so I wouldn't put much stock into yes, that. Yes, but they're they're they are celebrating her, even though she's an airhead, and I mean that with due respect to other airheads, because she definitely takes the cake in this, and that that she's in power and she is a basically out and outright communist, and they're celebrating that. I'm watching a person whose mind has been destroyed 
destroying an entire nation because that's what it's come to. She, she cannot connect the dots. She cannot integrate knowledge. She cannot understand the greater workings of how a society works. She doesn't understand the function of government. She doesn't understand what the value of a dollar bill is. She doesn't even understand where a dollar bill came from no, or where goes, wealth is, comes from. How do you pay for it? You just pay for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, how did that's we pay for the Second works. World War? Yeah. yeah, she wants to borrow money. She wants to print money. Well, that yeah. went well for Robert Mugabe. That went well. <laughs> went well for Venezuela. That went well for Hitler's Germany. She's, no, and the the fact that Venezuela is a prescient, current example of how this goes horribly, horribly wrong, and she can't see it, and she dances around in Congress and all that. I just, I don't know if to laugh or to cry because it really speaks to our culture today. And uh, there's a Bill Whittle episode I, I sent to you earlier today. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. But they talk about the fact that the left likes to idealize people like this because they worship the state. And she is the fresh fate, uh, face of the state. It's why they well, love Barack true. Obama, why they love JFK, why they love Ted Kennedy, Robert Kennedy. And it's, that's what they do. It's an idolatry. Ayn Rand said the same thing. She said that they are very, the left is very religious, even though they're atheists, yes. as far as a supernatural God goes. They are very religious because what they've substituted instead of a God is the government or the state, to be more precise. And Whittle would be absolutely correct to say that. And she is idolized as a person, much like a, a saint in the Catholic Church. Yes. While um, I did see the episode with Bill Whittle, and he made a uh, very good observation that people on the so-called right, the conservatives, or just simply people on the right, or more rational people than the people on the left, yes. do not idolize individuals as much as the left does. They give a passing nod to their genius, or perhaps the content of what they're saying, but idolize the individual, put them on a pedestal. No, they don't do that. No. Uh, rightfully so, because... The United, the United States is a, is a nation of ideas. It's not necessarily a nation of idol worship, like no. in the like in the the uh, the kingdoms that they. No, I was going to say they don't have off. any aristocracy, right? Well, you never know it when you watch those swearing in ceremonies for the president <laughs> and that, because like that that is much more of a a pomp and circumstance. Than Washington would like akin liked? to uh, to uh, the United Kingdom than the United States should be. For example, in Canada, the swearing-in is just done in a room, and no, it's not even aired on television, or on major television. It's just like, okay, you got elected. Great, here's the party. Now, a few months later, you get sworn in by the, by the Governor General, and nobody notices. And that's how it should be. You're I don't know. I, I, of the law. Certain pomp and circumstance, I think, is um, appropriate because they are the representatives of the principal of the country. And so, yes, there should be some acknowledgement to it to the extent it is done these days. No, I agree. It's a little bit over the top. But there has to be a nod, at least, to the fact that um, the, the United States is a very principled a country, and they stand for the person representing that country stands for those principles, and that's what you're nodding towards, the principles, not necessarily the individual. Well, see, that's not necessarily the case. You could look at Barack Obama. Barack Obama was a communist. He doesn't particularly embody the principles that the United States was founded upon. But he's supposed he's to. He's very destructive. <laughs> huh? But he's supposed to. Uh, supposed to, yes. But that's, that's the danger, is that when you get people in him like Barack Obama or Cortez, the, the, the appropriate amount of pomp and circumstance 
has now given them credential. Like, look at all the adoring public, you know, bow before Zod type of thing. <laughs> oh, Brock and got his I, own comic book, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 I know. But again, anybody can make a comic book, so I don't put much stock in that. No, Cortez, Cortez is a sad figure. I, I, when I see her and I hear her, I think, she, uh, I, I feel sad. Because this is the level that people have come to electing such a person, such an obviously ignorant person. I mean, pure ignorance. Yes. She's, she's not born ignorant. She's not born stupid. It's just that she's gone through the public school system, which has destroyed her mind, prohibited her from integrating knowledge in a way that she can be a functioning adult. And she lives and in a culture that promotes that kind of belief and that behavior. That's, that's what scares me, is the fact that the culture is rewarding her for her stupidity. They're featuring her on magazine covers, they're giving her comic books, they're doing all this stuff because of the very evil things that she espouses that we could easily write off as ignorance. But I think she actually believes, and I believe that the culture is tending towards that way to believe as well. If you go back to your opening remarks when you were quoting her about being the boss and her Green New Deal because nobody else is doing it. Nobody else is doing it, dear, because <laughs> it doesn't need to be done. <laughs> because climate change is not a problem, and if you understood science, if you even know, knew the fundamentals of the Navier-Stokes equations, or the, <laughs> you wouldn't be making such stupid statements. There's nothing to do. So just because you have this great 10-year plan to change the world and destroy it in the process, doesn't make you the boss. It makes you a fool. <laughs> very, very apropos. And on that note, take care. Behave yourself, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.